Right, welcome everyone. This is the second episode of the Sportsmania podcast and this is the weekly Euros show. This is where we will take apart basically the last week of the Euros. So I've got the, I've got the panel. The panel's back. We've got George and Abdi back again. Back again. <laughs> back again. And I've got a new one. The admin's full house is back here. Luke Longman, mate, how are you? Oh, I'm all good, mate. Good to have you. Good to have you. So, yes, we'll crack on straight away pretty much with the Euros and we'll start with the opener. How impressed were we boys by Italy? The, the actual question to ask is how disappointed were we by Turkey? Well, that is true, to be honest. I was expecting more from the Turks. They didn't really show up like everyone thought they would. Exactly. But Italy, they, they came, they showed up. And I find it weird that they'll play in, in Rome, yet Turkey were the home side. Yeah, I don't really I, understand. I don't know about that one, but okay. Yeah, well, but the Italians showed what they can do in this tournament, and people shouldn't be sleeping on them. I was going to say, I mean, surely we're surely we we kind of seeing Italy as a team that will go quite far based on what we've seen so far. I mean. Still one game, still early doors, anything can happen. You know, football's a weird game, but they could go deep. I, I've said that before. So quarterfinal, maybe, who knows? They might even get through to the semis. Which players were you probably, was you guys impressed with most? Locatelli in that game. You said it because I nearly called him Tagatelli. <laughs> no, Locatelli. I thought he was defensively minded. Things he was doing, but party was picking out. He was just brilliant in that game for me. Immobile yeah. had his good moments as well. I yeah, Immobile. Of course, there was Donnarumma, kept a nice clean sheet. I think the whole team did really well as an opening game. I think some people were worried what it's going to be, how entertaining it's going to be. I thought it was top, top class, really. It was like watching Man City. They're playing quite attacking football, to be fair. They, they have not seen them do that before. No, we're not for a long time. No, so, so yeah, the Italians have played quite impressive football considering Mancini, the football. Mm. Yeah. I think they I mean, cool semi-finals, but they came. I don't think they win. Even with an Asian centre-back partnership as well, they quite look quite impressive. Giannini and Bocini, if I pronounced them right. Benucci, yeah. Benucci, yeah. I thought they were really impressive, even though, like, what, they're 30-odd now? Yeah, yeah I think they, they've done really well, definitely. I think... Yeah, in parts aging squad, but they've got some good players coming through as well. It's it's Italy that we haven't seen for a while. It's good to see them, I think, in the tournament kind of do better because I think I remember I was listening to multiple previews a few good months ago and everyone's kind of saying Italy we will not be as good, but no, very yeah. impressive so far. So move on to the next game. I'm not sure how much we can really mention on that. Well, Switzerland, I mean... Yeah, I watched this. Um, I thought Wales were very lucky. Mm. The amount of chances um, that Wales made Granite Xhaka look like Iniesta. No, I'm not, not going to lie. There's, there's no way. But um, I thought fair play to Wales. They showed a good bit of character to get a draw. I think his name's Heathamore or Keithamore, whatever his mm-hmm. name is. Yeah, that's done. Um, scored a good header. I think, I think there'll be a few Premier League teams after him because he's got the old round package, really. Where is he at um, the moment, Keithamore? Uh, Cardiff. Oh. Mm. So, well, yeah. Yeah. How, many, how much chance do I give Wales to qualify from the group, considering how disappointed Turkey were? I think they've got a chance. Honestly, do. Yeah, I think Wales got a fighting chance. They beat they Turkey. Be quite now. It's in their own hand. 
Because I think we did say, you know, Turkey and Italy quite likely to qualify from the group, but based on how Turkey played, I think at the moment, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cross Wales off at all. For me, whoever wins out Wales-Turkey goes through. I think so. I think that that's a crucial game next. OK, we'll move on to the next game, which was uh, interesting in various ways. Denmark-Finland. I mean, yeah. the obvious headline there, sadly, was what's happened to Christian Eriksen, which... You know, I yeah, think that, that was frightening to see. The most important part there is football aside, it, the main thing is Christian Eriksen is okay now. See, I've got a couple of big, big, big issues with this game. Go Not on. about Eriksen, because I really, um, whoever he plays for, whether he, as people oh, it know, doesn't matter he, then. he was an ex Spurs player. And I hate Spurs, but I don't wish that on anyone. And any football fan that does, give your head a wobble because you're not a proper football fan. But, First thing is the BBC are absolutely disgusting. Like how they, um, with the panning the video cameras onto his wife and when Ericsson was having his shock. I don't think that was necessary to show, I'll be honest yeah. with you. I don't really see why they well, showed what that. What my argument is, and I don't know if you people will agree, if that's a streaker, they cut the camera straight away. Yeah. <laughs> why not do that to the serious matter as well? Yeah. That is a fair point. Yeah. Apparently the BBC was saying though that it was um, UEFA's feed, not their feed, and they can only go off what the host has shown. But at the same time, they could then Don't just cut away that. back yeah, to the studio. They could cut anyway. to the studio. That's that's that's, that's in their the control. Thing. That's in their hands. Yeah, that's yeah. the bit that they can control. But they, they don't control where the cameras are going. But no. at no, that point, they, they should have just cut, cut the studio. Like, studio or to a Janine Butcher coming back or something. I was waiting for EastEnders remark. I said, do you guys actually think it was right to make that game actually go ahead like nine minutes later? Or should it have been moved to the game? Second point. So they keep saying, you're right for saying both teams agreed, but now we're hearing they didn't. Barely the fact. So it was obvious that they, that game shouldn't have been replayed. Like I don't know if you guys saw it, but when they were warming up Denmark, they were in tears. For me, of course that's they were. Alarm, yeah. alarm bells there. They then, should have moved it to a different date. Of course they yeah. should have. I mean, to me, it was obvious when we saw the reports where some of the players said it was we were either offered finish it on the day or at 12pm the next day. And they're like, we picked the lesser of the two evils. But it's the, the point is, UEFA didn't kind of give them much of a choice. They didn't really care. They're like, well, we need to finish this game. I, don't I really, understand you know. it's a European tournament. I understand. I'm not that deluded. And there's only certain places you can play it. But God forbid anything happened, like worst, worst case scenario, would they have made them play that again? When one of their players sadly could have died. Well, he did die. And he'd come he did, back to yeah. But like... <laughs> That's the thing that sits really uncomfortable with me and UEFA. According to Peter Schmeichel, and I think he kind of has a bit of an idea since he's Casper's dad, and I think it's it Martin Brathwaite said it. Mm-hmm. They offered three options. It was either, like you said, Hubert, play it now, tomorrow, or you have to give the game up 3-0. That's no, that's no choice. That's, that's no options at all, in my opinion. Could have been tomorrow, wouldn't it, out of all three of them? Well, I would have picked, if I had to pick one out of them, yeah, but still, they should have kind of said, you know, they could have played it Monday at noon, Tuesday at noon. Why, you know? You take that emotional, like, I know what they're saying, Ericsson said play it, but you take, as 
people above those players, you take that emotional uh, sense away from them players. Because, like, you wouldn't, would you? Like, if Ericsson, the person who's just what's happened to Ericsson said, no, go and play for the boys and all that, you want to prove like, and I just. I don't know, right? it's, it's it's hard to get your head back into a game like that after seeing stuff like that. Yeah. You are shaking. You're not gonna be playing playing your best football after you've seen one no. of your teammates just nearly die. I mean, exactly. let's be honest. But what I will say, we're all talking about negative stuff. The positive thing for me is if the Denmark captain does not get an award or something like to say, like contribution and all that, because he saved Christian Eriksen's life. Really. Yeah, stuck in his tongue yeah, as well. Stuck in his tongue and the two brothers to physio. So a lot, I've got a lot of respect for them. Absolutely, they've done Michael. really well. And I and think all the Denmark players really because they done they tried to give him his dignity. So well, they tried to you know stand around to kind of prevent people from seeing things, which I think was good. But I think what was good to see is okay, you get some Twitter morons who I think we have all seen during that game. But it was good to see many football fans kind of going together, kind of going, you know, yeah, rivalries aside, it's Christian Eriksen. No one deserves that. He's a great footballer. It was good to see the football world come together for a change and yeah. agree on one thing, that the most important part was how Christian Eriksen was doing and that he recovered fully. Yeah. I see that. Right. Moving on then, the next game is Belgium-Russia with Romelu Lukaku scoring twice. Golden boot. Golden boot. I'd say so. I'd say Belgium are actually dark horses to win the whole thing. Well, they're, they're not only really dark horses; they were among the favourites from the beginning. So, are they? I mean, out of the, out of the favourite teams, mm. they are. I'd say. Well, I said, didn't I? I said, if it's not now, it won't ever be. Yeah, I think it's now or never for Belgium, and I think based on what we've seen, uh, they did play Russia. So. Belgium thrown in there. You know I mean, now or never. I mean, they've got the Bruyne back for the second game. I think. Yep. Denmark, so... <laughs> As I predicted last week, I said final four to Belgium. And, yeah, I, I feel like they can still get there. Easily, I think, based on what we've seen. I mean, Russia didn't put up much of a fight, but, you know, it's... Uh, it was they're letting me down, they're letting me down. <laughs> Belgium's still Russia, impressive. Russia, Russia are rubbish. They'll be gone. They'll yeah, be out. I mean, I don't think they'll qualify through the group. Not the way they're... I don't know why I'm... Yeah. I'm drink vodka with Roman. <laughs> I'm not a Chelsea fan, but okay. Right, so we're moving on to the next big game, of course. Sunday, two o'clock. It was England versus Croatia. What do we think, hey, boys? It's coming home. Oh, it's I'm coming home. You, said, you said we were toast last week. <laughs> did, I, did I not? No, 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 no. Listen to everything I said. If you want to pick and choose certain things, I said, I said we're toast in terms of what we get out of the group. But when, while we're in the group, while we're in this little bubble, it's coming home, all right? Let me be optimistic. I did say at the end of the uh, the uh, podcast as well, it's coming home. So, so, yes, it was 1-0. So, goal-wise, not a biggest thriller. But how brilliant. And I, <laughs> he was man of the match for me, Calvin Phillips. The Yorkshire Perlow, I tell you. He I was wasn't expecting fantastic. performance for him. Mm, I, I wasn't. But he's I was complaining that he was starting and then... You showed me wrong. Prove me wrong. It, it is right. funny, though, because I, I received the phone call before that match and... I was talking to someone and they were saying, who's this Phillips guy and stuff? So I was, I was literally saying, he's a, solid, he's a solid player. Like, you know, he's, he's a solid player. He had a decent season, but I wasn't sure about the defensive partnership, him and Rice. I thought that was a bit too defensive. And then afterwards, you watch that match. 
I got a phone call back afterwards, and they the whole opinion on Calvin Phillips changed 180, and they were like, I am shocked for wow. us. Well, well, yeah, one player for me that was missing in that game was Harry Kane. Did it, was it even there? He was there, oh, just there was someone walking um, around, but you know, just felt like he wasn't in the game at all. He did actually, <laughs> that's what it looked like. He did, yeah. Well, so, obviously, as I say, Harry wow, it was, um. What were we thinking of Kieran Trippier's positioning in the in the lineup? Uh, exactly. Like I got this message from my mate saying we're playing, you know, the player in the wrong position. Why is Trippier playing where he is when you know? You should have had Chilwell or Shaw there. If Trippier played at right back, that would have been fine. Then you could have just played Luke Shaw or Chilwell. Either one would have been fine. At least someone of left foot going down that flank to put their ball into the box, you know. That Trippier tried to go down a few times and he wanted to cut back onto his right, so it wasn't working out. Exactly. No, I what? think it was, a, it, it, you know, that was the most baffling decision. I don't understand really what happened there, but, you know, I guess we won the game. At least that's the main thing. But, yeah, it's one of these things I think everyone's It's for me, like, you ain't going to win fantastic all the way through. Look at Germany throughout the years. They just. Going on, going on. Well, a win's a win at the end of the day. It's the magical three points that England beat the Scots. I don't care. Yeah. Well, what was mind boggling was it? Why didn't Greenish get any involvement whatsoever? I was surprised about that, to be fair. I was expecting more there. It wasn't one of thinking back of it, thinking back about it. It wasn't a Greenish game for me. That makes like. When we went one nil up, he went defensive. Whatever way you look at it, he brought Bell, he brought Bell and him on. Like uh, Calvin, think Calvin didn't come on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like, but, yeah. Um, I think he went defensive. Uh, I think he just wanted that win. Like, do not. I, I think Greedish should be playing later, like um, Friday or. But, but also, these players, what people haven't thought of as well, you can't show all your card tricks at the start of a competition. So we might be looking to like Grealish, people like Grealish, even Saka. Um, Sancho was left out too. Sancho didn't even make the bench. Their card trick. So they could pop up and say that the last, like in the quarterfinals, and just say, for example, Sancho plays, we could play against Portugal and it goes bam, 1 0, Sancho wins it. But they're not going to be prepared for Sancho. No, no, that is, that is true. Right, we'll move on to the next game. Austria, Macedonia. I mean, it, it was more... Th- That's a if, match of tournament, isn't it? Yeah, more had highlight, really. I mean, there's so many goals in there, you know, four-goal thriller. I mean, more goals than I expected. I had that down to be like nil-nil. <laughs> what made me laugh when an out of it scored his goal, he looked really angry. Yeah, he's been investigated for his celebration. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know what he did, but apparently... Yeah, I don't really know, because I was watching it about having pizza at the same time. I wasn't really, you know... What I liked about this game was David Alaba got an assist. Yeah. No, that was good. That was good. I had him in my team as well, so that's pretty good. (laughs) Probably about the only highlight of the game as such. And, yeah, Marco Arnautovic's reaction. Macedonia, they give it a go. They gave it a go, and that's all they could do. I mean, I don't think anyone expected much of them, which I think sometimes is the most the most dangerous dangerous opponent is the one no one expected much from. They beat Germany. I expected more from Macedonia. I I said they'll be third. 
Yeah, yeah, I was going to say there's two more games to go. I mean, there is. Granted, they need to still play Ukraine (laughs) and Netherlands, but come on, come on, Macedonia, you can do it. Bring it home. (laughs) Talking of Ukraine and Netherlands, that's the next game, and probably that, uh, without being sarcastic here, that probably was one of the games of the tournament. Yeah, originally it would have been Austria Macedonia, and then after this one was like, nope, I'm taking the crown. And that goal by Yarmolenko, even though they lost, that goal by Yarmolenko. I mean, you've had Netherlands going 2-0 up, then Ukraine equalised, and then that last goal by Dumfries, or whatever his name was. Yeah. I've never heard of Dumfries, I'm not going to lie, because I don't really It's Newcastle, didn't it, at one point? I don't know. I don't know. I don't normally watch. Don't know. But when I had, they said Denzel scored a foul, I was only false losses. And then Denzel Dumfries, I thought, it was a good goal. They can see too many goals from me, Netherlands. To, to go Defensively, yeah. yeah. Are they missing Van Dijk? Silly question. Though. Yeah, that's a hole. I don't think Delit played either, though. So. It'd be interesting, though, to see what happens. But yes, Memphis Depay did absolutely nothing in that game as well. I think a lot of people were expecting much more from him. I don't know what was going on with him in that game, but he was not up to what people are saying these up to be standards. I think a lot of people, yeah, expected much more. Right, next game, which was Scotland, Czech Republic. What do we think? Two words. No, three <laughs> words. Four words, actually. The Patrick Schick show. It is. Goal of the tournament. Absolutely. That goal was worldy. That was yeah. beautiful. And that's a meme now. That goalkeeper running back to his own net. <laughs> I mean, From distance. I was watching that thinking, yeah, that was, that's definitely going to be the goal of the Euro, surely. Do you know what? I don't even think Scotland played that bad. <laughs> No, I they didn't. That's the they funny didn't. thing. They didn't do too badly, to be honest. They just didn't put couple, the chances away. A couple of things I didn't get. Team selection-wise, I didn't get why. I think it Gilmore didn't play. Um, and I don't I get why we'll see him against England. Uh, I thought Shay Adams should have played instead of Lyndon Dyke, but... They'll play against us. Mm. I think and we'll see big loss for them. Yeah, but... David Marshall, stay on your line, mate. <laughs> that would help. So, Czech Republic, how far do you think they can go? Oh, they'll go out first. Third, I think they'll be. That's so, second. Who's going to be second then, Luke? Croatia. Croatia. Okay. Hmm. In my opinion. We'll I still think Scotland. I know. Okay, moving on to the next game Poland, Slovakia. I mean, Lewandowski FC versus Slovakia there. Skriniar with the winner. That was a great... I, I mean, Poland did not turn up at all defensively or attacking. Ten-man Poland. It was ten-man Poland. It was ten-man but... Poland. And I think, you know, Krakowiak person should have been taken off after the first yellow card, but he wasn't. And he is a liability that has been known before. I think Poland had a few good spells of attack, but you know, every person who played for Slovakia knew very well that if you shut Lewandowski up, you're not going to get much other threats. Exactly. They haven't got any much more going forward apart from him. Pretty much a one-man team. And I think that, to me, oh, says sorry. a lot. Translate from my main voice check. That's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I don't see Poland going far at the moment. I don't really see them even getting out of the group, really. I don't. Bottom of that group. I wouldn't be surprised based on what I've seen. And they still have Sweden and Spain to play. Talking of them teams, they played a thrilling Snooze nil-nil fest. draw. Well, I mean, hell on it. I thought, 
that was a snooze fest. Out of all the games I expected to be nil nil, that was never on the list. Sweden played quite well. Lindelof suddenly remembered he was a defender as well. I mean, it makes a change, but yeah. Uh, I was quite impressed with Sweden, though. Fair enough, they did. They didn't do too bad because they don't have the Zalatan playing for them. We've got Seb Larson, he's 36. I I mean, it wasn't the most thrilling game, but a point, nevertheless. Slovakia top of that group at the moment. Spain just proved my point. They're rubbish. They are. They're they're not the Spain they used to be, are they? No. But. I think Spain will still go through in the group, but I don't know if it's... I'm, def- not, so sure. I'm not so sure. I don't know if they're going to be top. I mean, Slovakia are top at the moment, and... They might go through to best third place, maybe, but... Uh... I wouldn't be surprised if they yeah took the third place, one of the third place teams. Okay, we move on to the next game. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll be here a while. Hungry Portugal. This was a very decisive one between... Us yesterday when we were talking about it. Did Portugal deserve I'll to win that go. game? Is the, first question. That the, fir- the first question I'll kick off with is did Portugal deserve to win that game? I think that's a very open question. Because mm. do I think Portugal deserve to win? On chances, maybe yes. Do I think they deserve to win the way they did? Definitely not. I agree with the latter one, definitely. Yeah. Like, they had chances like cry baby. That sitter he missed in the... I think it was the first half or second half. It was the first half. Proved he's human, I suppose. But um, <laughs> I like... I don't know, maybe it's just me. I like what Hungry Dad they just swarming around them like mosquitoes. So did I. I enjoyed watching them play, brilliant. even though they were the whipping boys. That... They did brilliantly to keep Portugal out for 84 minutes or whatever it was. Hmm. It was 84 minutes. I still think that Portugal should have won. Either way, I thought Portugal should have won. Um... But even if, if Hungary had won it, you can't take anything away from them. And for 84 minutes, they nearly did win it because of the, the goal that but it was offside by quite a fair amount. What are they going to be like against France? Like a Portugal can they get torn and torn apart? I mean, Hungary did have a full packed stadium behind them, so that does you know, help. And we've said this about fans, you know, no, no, that was, times. That that, no, that, that's a positive from that game as well. That 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 slight of seeing a packed stadium. For the first yeah. time in ages, what a sight to behold! And a struggle against the bigger teams. <laughs> I think so. The Portugal not a big team then. Yeah, but I mean, like the other bigger sides, like France and Germany. I don't know how much they're going to do well against Germany if they can't Germany, take that long to get hungry. Some Portugal. Even not a day. We just don't know anything can happen. I just, I think Hungary mm. without Dominic. I'm probably going to say his name wrong. Dominic Sabat. Sober Sly. Yeah, that's the one. They might have got a bit, they might have created a little bit more with him, but I just think you compare the two teams, it was pretty bad. Like, whether they won 3 0, 4 0, 1 0, whatever, like, they only just, they only just beat Hungary. I, I take nothing, I take nothing away from Hungary. They, they, they had a solid performance. And maybe they should have got something out of it, but should have gotten a point. It was very unlucky. No, it was very unlucky for them. That first goal that they conceded, it took a wicked deflection into the to the yeah. goal. So there wasn't much the keeper could do. Then afterwards, like Portugal had that lead already. Then there was a foul, Ronaldo penalty. Obviously, there's only one obvious uh, conclusion to that. 
And then after it was 2-0, finishes off, 3-0, game over. You know, but I'm not taking anything away from Hungary in that game. No, I think they've done well, all things considered. You know, yeah, Portugal ended up the winners. I think Hungary deserved a point, but you can't really see them doing any better against a France or a Germany. But here's a question. Do we think, how do we think Portugal are going to do against teams like Germany and France? Do we, you know, they weren't exactly convincing against the whipping boys. How are they going to be, how are they going to be convincing can... about the bigger boys? If they That's can right. uh, pass to each other and, um, you know, take their chances, they'll be fine. But it was a bit of hit and miss with Portugal a bit yesterday. I mean, they did fine, but some of the chances where they, they instead of shooting, they could have passed, it would have been better if they'd done that because there was better opportunities. But, you know, that's what happens in football. Sometimes they don't take the right option, but they have. Do we think Portugal will finish in the top two? Yeah. I still think yeah. they second. Yeah. George, you're not convinced? Um, it's Portugal or Germany for me. Um, it could be either way. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. Lean more towards Germany. What, finish second? Second, yeah. No, I would, I'd say I'd agree with you on that. I think Portugal could finish third. Probably one of the fourth four third place teams but yeah I think they'll finish third okay moving on to the final big game the the game everyone was waiting for the game where Rudiger seemed a bit was it Rudiger that seemed a bit hungry for a nibble from Paul Pogba? hey he was it was just a nibble all right it was just a nibble okay yes there's nothing wrong with a little nibble no of course no. looking into that yeah I think they they are looking into that from what I've seen but yeah what what did we think of that game I mean not a goal thriller mm-hmm. but Game. No, it was still a decent game. Out. It was just it was frustrating that you know Mbappe scored a really good goal, but the the whole linesman like held his flag for a while. Yeah, I feel like the linesman should have put his flag up in that case a bit early because you know, they did take a while to raise the flag. I thought it was, it was frustrating because I was going, oh, what a goal! And then afterwards, you just turn around and you see the line and go, ah, no, sorry, mate. I think we all were kind of like celebrating the goal, and then suddenly, like, oh wait, hold on, what happened? That and Mbappe yeah. is just something else. Yeah, so, so essentially, Germany did well. Germany only lose one nil. I, I think so. But yeah, Mbappe, you know, great player as always. Best player in the world for me. Yeah, he's just so quick. I know, got you Mbappe, yeah. One at a time. That one, I think it was Muller had the ball, and there was no one around him. The next minute, the, I think it's Clive Tilsey that went and Mbappe. I thought, yeah, when did he get here? I mean, he's terrifying to play against. Yeah, I know that very well. I thought Germany were unlucky. Like, Gnabry should have scored. Yeah. So they could have they... got a draw, but they didn't. So. Interesting. Yes, interesting games there. So there we go. That's the roundup of all the games. The second round starts very soon as well, as of this recording. We'll move, mm-hmm. on, move away from the Euros now, though, and quickly talk about something else completely different. The Premier League fixtures have been released and certainly very interesting way they've gone about it this time. Very interesting. Big matches seem to be happening close to the beginning of the season for most teams. Yeah, Leeds United at home for us. That's going to be interesting. But hopefully we can get more of a um, fan base because obviously we didn't get the real feel of that rivalry because there was no fans at all. Absolutely, yes. That's a rivalry to have fans at. No, you need fans for that, I think. 
I think one of the other highlights stood up for me. Obviously, there are rumours of Harry Kane going to Manchester City. Harry Kane derby on the first day of the season. That's what I'm thinking. If he goes to Man City and straight away Spurs, Spurs oh, will God. oh God, that'd be um, a match to watch. I think that'd just be box office at that point. I think Patrick for Kane. <laughs> that would be quite something if he kind of murders Spurs with a hat trick. For City, that'd be good. But yeah, you know, most clubs have tough fixtures. You know, we got Palace away, which I wouldn't say is a tough one. But then we do have teams like Arsenal, Tottenham, City, and Liverpool coming up in the six fixtures as well. So, well, shout out to Brentford. They've got Arsenal in their first game. Good kick, games kick off. Liverpool play yeah. Norwich, the same t- team they played when they went up the last time. Oh, they lost, didn't they, that time? Yeah, they lost 3 1. 4 1. 4 1. Yeah, won the blooming league, like, unfortunately. But yeah, just a quick the Brentford thing. Interesting fact about that one: the last time they had a top-flight game, twenty-sixth of May, nineteen forty-seven. That team, Arsenal. Fourteenth of August, twenty twenty-one. First game back, Arsenal. Wow, I didn't actually know that. Ivan Tony against Arsenal. Hey, that'll be interesting. Ivan Tony derby. George, what are your <laughs> thoughts? Um. Nice easy start for Arsenal, I suppose. Don't sleep on Brentford. Stranger things have happened. Hopefully, Leeds might do you, so it'd be all right then, wouldn't it? Um, anyway, I'd like Brentford, to be fair. Like, I think they'll decide they play some nice football, so it'll be a good game. Um, hopefully, the away fans can go to it. I'd like to go to that. Um, and then we've got Chelsea and Man City. So bring back them on. To back as well. Yeah, bring them on. Uh, It's not the first time. For the last four seasons consecutively, we've played the champions on the third game of the season. So, that's quite an interesting stat, actually. Yeah, Um, I think I think it's good that the top teams are playing all each other at the start because no one's really going to potentially run away with it yet. That is true. It's I found it quite interesting because it doesn't really happen most seasons. This season, it's fairly not. It's really noticeable. What mm. might fall in Arsenal's favour is that we ain't got no European football. I think that'll easily help Arsenal. I think I remember when Chelsea weren't in Europe yeah. and we Where's won the league that season. Where's t- I don't think we'll win the league. <laughs> no, but I think you'll do very well. I think you'll do a lot better than you would if you were in Europe. It all depends who we bring in in the summer. And like, I'm counting, we're up to 174 people we've been linked with from Twitter in the last, well, since the end of the season. So, well, that always happens, though. You always, everyone's always linked with hundreds of players, and by the time we might sign, there's rumours we might sign Samuel Etu. I think that's been in the pipeline for about ten years. I was gonna say, he's still playing. No, not really. I was Um, gonna say, I think Wesley Schneider's signing for um, Man United. in a bag. He's on the plane. He's on the plane. Trust me, he's coming. Um, but I don't know, like. Obviously, Man City, Chelsea, they're all, uh, I think they might be in Europe by then. I honestly think Chelsea are going to challenge for the title this year. I think I think we will. I think, I mean, you know, it depends. I think we have won the Champions League. The last time we've won the Champions League, the season after was not the greatest, but I think we have the capability. If we can get him. I have seen rumours of a swap deal with Tammy Abraham and obviously money included on top. Tammy Abraham, that's like 
That's like going to Harrods and saying, well, what we do, we'll give you a voucher for Tesco's. <laughs> that is I true. Think, I actually think Shane, not Shane Long, Timo Werner will have a better season this season. I think he will shine this season. I think he needed that season to warm up, but I think he'll be a very different Timo this season. I think so. Mm-hmm. Only time will tell, Timo. And then you've got CH who might be leaving, so that'll be interesting. Already? Yeah, there are rumours that he's fallen out with Thomas Tuchel, so he was looking at leaving. If he was offered to Arsenal, that's one player. I know we get Chelsea players a lot, but that is one player I'd snap up like that. Yeah, at least, at least he ain't ready for retirement home. <laughs> um, but according to Arsenal, the ones going out of our club is Jacques William Leno and Nketiah could be going on loan to West Ham. I saw something ridiculous earlier. Apparently, there could be a new deal for Lingard at Man United. Yeah, I saw that as well. well so what you did at West Ham, can you know you can't? Really, yeah, I can't. I'm not surprised about that. Lingard, from what I've heard, he ain't leaving Man United. So whether he'll play, that's my. I don't think he'll Lingard. play that much He's either. Uh, Donny on the bench, can't he? Well, yeah, if... both of them can collect splinters. <laughs> um. I think it's best for Lingard to go back um, to like West Ham um, if or Leicester. One of those two teams, like, he'd, he'd fit in better over you're, there. Cause... You're putting Leicester in the same bracket as West Ham. I mean, West Ham had a decent season. They only finished behind, just behind Leicester. Anyway. Yeah. So... They're, they're nearby each other. I don't really... I don't see why not. I think we have to talk, mention that sometimes. West Ham, they, they, they're getting the passports out. They're going on a tour of Europe. <laughs> so, I don't know how long for, but you know. No, but it's, it's, it'll be interesting to see. You know, last yeah. time I think they were in the Europa League, which was 2016-17. They didn't get out yeah, of the group or they didn't even get to the group. Terrible. So it'll be interesting to see how they do this time around. There's some interesting games on Boxing Day, you know. Yes, there yeah. are some, all right, some picks. We always get Newcastle for some reason. It's uh, why. It's always tradition. It's either, it's, it was like Newcastle uh, two years ago, and then afterwards we had Leicester last year, and now Man City had Newcastle last year, and now they have Leicester, we have Newcastle. So it's like flip-flop back to each other, you know? Yeah, I think the interesting well, we Man City will be the pick of the Boxing Day games, Man City-Leicester. That's a bit of a lazy one, though. Um, You've got Liverpool Leeds. The... Oh, yeah, no, that's another one. That's what we made. That could be quite interesting. And you've got what's Chelsea Liverpool on the 1st of January as well, I believe. Just sure. taking a look at some of these ones. Mm, um, could be interesting. But yeah. Good fixtures. Boxing Day is always fun. 25th of September is the date for me. North London Derby. Should be, I, yeah. think got, I think we've got Liverpool in October. Yeah, yeah. late October, I think. Yeah. I'm impressed to put Tottenham back in their place again. So, yes, these are the fixtures. We'll probably get more into that as we preview the Premier League nearer the time. But, yeah, thank you, boys. It was a good episode. We will be back next week to talk the Euros and potentially anything else that might come up. You'll be talking about England being qualifying to the knockouts. Probably, I imagine. Big win over Scotland. Big win. Big win it will be. Win. What? Portugal crashing out. <laughs> we'll see about that. I'll have to be crying. <laughs> I won't be crying, but we'll see. Yes, we shall see indeed. Group matches start on Wednesday, so that's why we're recording this. So, yes, we'll be all interesting to see and all to talk about 
next week. Thank you guys for coming and we'll chat to you next week. Yeah, looking forward to that. Until then. <laughs>